Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Ministry Mailbag Podcast, a podcast brought to you by your hosts, me, Chris Swanson. And Kate Verlott. Hello. Good to hear from you all. We are the directors of middle school ministry and high school ministry at Trinity Lutheran Church in Owatonna, Minnesota. And this podcast is simply a place for us to be connected. So we hope to hear from you, take your submissions and your questions, and hopefully talk about some fun and entertaining things that will connect with your lives. Yeah, let's start with our devotion for the day. Um, One of my favorite devotional materials is the D365 app, and you can download that in your Google Play Store or on iPhone app as well. And so this D365 has pause, listen, think, pray, and go as steps, just like our Faith 5 does. It's a really easy tool to use, and they give you a devotion for each thing. Today, Wednesday, April 1st, which is the day we're recording our podcast, the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Pause. Take a deep breath. Take the deepest breath you've taken all day. Use this moment to choose stillness in the midst of news and crisis. Place yourself into the story, into God's story, and let God enter into your mind and heart today. Listen. Now a large crowd spread out their clothes on the road and others cut palm branches off of the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds in front of him and behind him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessings is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up. Who is this? They asked. The crowds answered, the prophet of Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Think. Why do people celebrate another person's arrival into a community or into their lives? For lots of reasons. Because they feel inspired by this person and wish to have some more inspiration. Because they have been curious or have questions, they want to see themselves and the person that they've heard so much about. Because they need relief from a problem and to believe that this person can bring relief. All of these reasons and more are likely behind the branches being waved and laid down for the person and passing of Jesus. The question for you is, why do you celebrate Jesus's arrival in your day, into your life today, tomorrow, and every day? Are you curious about Jesus? Are you inspired by him? Are you in need of healing and comforting? Are you skeptical about Jesus? because surely the doubters were also by the side of the road watching. Whatever it is, lay your reasons for seeking Jesus and seeing him on the road down. Place your questions into Jesus's path. Let your reasons for needing Jesus be seen. Be approached by Jesus. Be part of the story. Why do you celebrate Jesus's arrival into your life? And that was written by Gina Yeager Buckley for Think. Now it's time for us to pray. Dear Jesus, I celebrate your presence in my life by remembering this today. Think of the thing that you are feeling most excited about, grateful for, or curious about because of the person of Jesus. And I give thanks that in celebrating you, it's part of my journey with you. Amen. And our blessing today, go 
go into the next moment of your life with a sense of celebration, of gratitude, of curiosity, and with the knowledge that you are part of God's story, each and every line of it. Amen. Amen. All right. I think we're going to roll into our top three. Top three is a segment where we just talk about our top three whatever of the moment. So right now, what are you jamming? Currently on the Spotify playlist, I have John Bryant, his song Headphones. He is a very Louis Capaldi sounding, just a beautiful voice. I think I'm in love with him type of voice. He's been really fun to listen to. The Gardiner Sisters have lots of covers and mashups that they do. They're also on my Spotify playlist. And ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to help me with how to pronounce this musician's name. L-A-U-V. Is it love? Love? I'm not really sure because I'm an old person now. And so that's how I feel. Um, but the yes. song There's No Way has been on my playlist for a long time so that's my admittance for the day of I sometimes need to turn the music down in the car because I can't read the directional signs so 30 is rough for me lately <laughs> Chris what are you listening to <laughs> nothing so hip and with it as you uh, all right <laughs> I am still stuck in the 90s and I'm listening to one of my favorite rock bands of all time Pearl Jam they just came out with a new album last week called Gigaton. Hmm. It's rock and roll for guys like me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've also been on the YouTube watching one of my other favorite musicians, John Foreman, the guitarist and singer from Switchfoot. I he... loved Switchfoot back in the day. I still love them. They have a tender place in my heart. Yes. Yeah, I'm trapped in the past, so he's very real. <laughs> he's very real for me. He's been doing acoustic versions of their songs from his house, and it's been really awesome. I love uh, what I love about his songs and their songs is that they are very simple and yet very interesting. Mm, okay. Which leads into my last. Uh, what am I jamming? I'm jamming a song called "Hold Your Breath" by a pop punk rock band called Shapes and Colors. Okay. Yes. So this ties okay. into our main topic today, which is quarantine connections. And the band Shapes and Colors is going to feature very heavily into this story. Okay. Please tell me more. Gladly. Quarantine connections is simply the idea of how are we staying connected even though we are isolated and uh, physically distant from so many of one another. And so we thought, what are the stories we can tell of the ways that people are still being connected? And I have a story that I'm itching to tell about somebody that is a perfect stranger. Oh, all right, here we go. I'm super excited. So the story begins about two months ago in the middle of January. I was listening to a band called Search the City. And as I was listening, I thought, wait, I think the guy who sings in this band also sang in another band. I wonder what that was. So I went researching the internet and I found out that yes, he had also been in a band called Shapes and Colors that broke up a few years ago. So they no longer exist. Okay, hang on. So this Shapes and Colors 
they're not a band anymore. So why are they on your top playlist right now, Chris? Because I'm a giant music nerd and I can't let things go, which I've already established. <laughs> Please continue. Okay. As I was having this experience of remembering, I remembered sometime years ago listening to one song of theirs, and it must have been like during a promo of something that was like new music coming from Shapes and Colors, which I then forgot about and never checked out the new music or any of their old music until this January. Mm-hmm. So I went combing through the internet, like following a trail of breadcrumbs to find this song that I remembered because I couldn't find that song I, I remembered. I found some of their songs, but not that many, and certainly not all of them. So as I searched, huh, I discovered okay. that some of their music was on Google Play, some of it was on Spotify, but some of it wasn't. And I downloaded, I purchased, legally purchased some of the music from Google Play, but then I was able to find the music that had been missing. Okay. I found it on YouTube. And then I was able to find it. Oh, the YouTube comes in in a pinch. So then I I got onto SoundCloud and I was able to illegally download some of their music. Yes, I confess I did it. By this point, (laughs) I had approximately 20, maybe 25 songs, but it wasn't all of their music. There were about two songs that I found some kind of reference to, maybe like part of a live performance on YouTube from five, six, seven years ago or just a passing note on an on a release like this release has three songs and i found two of them so where's the other song i don't know okay it, it kept gnawing at me and i felt like i should reach out to them in the very mm-hmm. least to acknowledge that i'm really hooked into their band that doesn't exist anymore and maybe say a word of thanks then maybe i should ask them if there's any way to get this music legally including the songs that i don't have Wow. So the song that I've been jamming called Hold Your Breath is one of the songs that I found illegally from their full album. And it's a really beautiful song about the ways that darkness tries to take over our lives and keep us tied and pinned down and the ways that instead we breathe out the darkness and are freed from that. Wow. Wait, is this the same song that you showed me during the eighth grade retreat this year? Yes, because the eighth grade retreat is all about the theme of Into the Light. Oh, yeah. And I really thought that that would be a cool connection song to work in at some point. So this leads me back to the quarantine connection. What's the connection here? So far, I've just been investigating the internet for a bunch of musical breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Once the stay-at-home order hit, and the pandemic has been in full place, like I thought there's no better time really to tell somebody something I've been thinking about. (laughs) All right. So I found the singer, his name is Travis. I found him on Facebook and I sent him a Facebook message. Went into even greater detail of this giant nerdy musical quest and all the things that I looked up about their band and how I wished they were a band and how I was totally swooning over their music. And just to say thank you and If there was any chance, I did confess, by the way, I did confess to downloading their music illegally. If there was any way that I could pay them for that music and pay for the songs that I couldn't find, that would be super awesome. Very generous of you in this note. Of course, it was left unopened, right? Because nobody has time to answer questions during the quarantine. 
Well, that's the thing. I didn't know what to expect because they're not a band anymore. I didn't know if this guy is even making any music anymore. I didn't know what he's doing during the quarantine in Michigan. Who's to say? But a day later, I got a reply. What? No way! Yeah, you guys, this is one of the coolest music nerd things that has ever happened to me. And I'm just going to try to summarize his reply. So the first message came in. He said, hey, Chris, thanks for reaching out. I thoroughly enjoyed reading about your quest for our music. Laughing, crying emoji. (laughs) Unfortunately, I am no longer in possession of most of our physical media, but I can ask around and see if there's anything. I was like, oh, that's cool. He wrote back. Yeah. But then an hour later, he wrote back again. And he said, one of the songs that you were inquiring about was called Lost in My Mind. And we did test that out at a festival in 2017, but it never made our final release. And so there's no studio quality recording left. Oh, wow. However, normally I would never do anything like this, but I'm going to let you listen to a demo version of that song. Oh, my goodness, Chris. Yeah. So then he sent a link to the demo of that song and a link to another studio song that didn't really get any release. And then a third link to an acoustic version of one of my favorite songs right now, Hold Your Breath. I cannot even believe this. This is a way too good to be true connection. I was over the moon. I am still over the moon. It brings me a lot of joy just to read this message. So now I have some music that nobody else does except for members of this band. And it's really good stuff. And I just thought I need to tell people about this story because I think it really illustrates ways that we can stay connected to each other even when we don't know each other. Mm. It was just a simple message of saying thank you for the artwork that you made when you were a band. It really impacted me. And it led into a connection during this this time of crisis. And even though I didn't know what to expect, he yeah. he ex- exceeded my expectations by generously offering some music that he didn't have to share with anyone. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I think it's even extra important that we're connecting with the people that are all around us still. My little quarantine connection is I messaged one of my best friends, Rachel, who lives in France. And she had just this heartbreaking story about what life has been like for them in France. She's not really able to even go outside without a permit. If you think back to some of the things you might have seen on the news about Italy and folks singing from their apartment buildings, there's a lot of scary stuff going on. And I think we are really privileged to live in the United States where I don't think things have been as terrible for us and a lot of Minnesota, especially. So just thinking about what it would it be like to be living in a big city. And my sister, even trying to get home from Germany last week, she was able to make it back to Maryland. That was a huge deal of if she's going to be quarantined as she's in the middle of an airport for 14 days, they didn't really know what they were going to do. So Because you're... Your sister is in the military. Yeah, yeah. That's why my sister was over in Germany. She was stationed there for the last two months. And now she's back home in Maryland safely and quarantined to her apartment. But even those folks that we know that are maybe a little farther away from us, aunts, uncles, grandparents, people we don't usually talk to, it would be great to reach out to them. So which kind of leads us into boredom busters for our segment of the show. So Chris, how did you come up with this idea for Boredom Busters this week? 
Well, our boredom buster as related to the quarantine connections is an activity that my kids have done. We'd like you to draw a picture or write a letter to a loved one, someone who doesn't live here in Owatonna, and then send it in the mail, like the snail mail, like the real mail. Like how you get an Amazon package, right? <laughs> yeah, but as an envelope. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and, uh, and send it to them because they're probably from the generation that used to get a lot of mail and maybe write back and forth to one another. You know, as much digital connection as we've been having, staying connected to one another through Hangouts and things like Zoom and a lot of great tools, FaceTime, having something physical to touch and to read and a picture to put up on a fridge could be really impactful, especially to those other members in your family. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. So as we wrap up today, let's talk about how our mailbag works again so folks can know how to submit questions. We are the Ministry Mailbag, and you can write to us uh, at our Gmail, tlcowatana at gmail.com. Send us your questions, comments, or stories, or we'll include a link in the description of this show for a Google form submission. You can go there and submit things. In fact, Kate, we got some submissions this week. We did. Oh, fabulous. It'll bring you great joy to know that it's from our friends at Urinal Talk Podcast. Oh, of course. Hi, Sam. Hi. All right, so they wrote to us and they said they have two questions. Number one, have you heard of Urinal Talk Podcast and why is it your favorite podcast? Answer, yes, and to be determined if it is my favorite. I'm going to also say to be determined if it's my favorite. I'm going to also admit I haven't actually listened to Urinal Talk yet. So sorry to disappoint the boys on that one. The boys are going to have a, they're going to have a dis episode on us now. Ooh, they probably will. (laughs) But they did ask a second question. Okay. What happens to a tapeworm if it is in your body when you get raptured? The rapture of for those of you out there, is a theological concept in which the questionably elite believers get disappeared into the clouds of heaven and the rest of us muckety-mucks are left behind or something roughly like that. So, Kate, what do you think would happen if a person was raptured but they had a tapeworm living inside of them? Where does the tapeworm go? I believe that God's grace is sufficient and I think the tapeworm is going, going with, I just firmly believe in that. I'm going to stick to my guns on that. But I'd love to know your opinion. <laughs> That's bold. Way to take a stand. You're welcome. I am going to take the opposite stand for the simple reason that I will counter the question with another question. Does the tapeworm have a soul? Ooh. And I'm not convinced that it does and therefore would not be raptured. But I'll leave some wiggle room here. All right, friends, you can submit your question to us on tlcoatana at gmail.com or on the show page. And we will happily respond to your questions, comments, and other stories. In fact, next week, our, our next episode will be about Easter traditions. So you're welcome to ask questions about Easter or share some of your own traditions related to Easter. Sounds great. It was good seeing you guys, talking to you, hearing from you. We love you. 
We love you and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.